the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Good morning, and let's begin with prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our King. We come to you, Lord, and we are blessed. Lord, we are abiding in you. We are enjoying your presence. We are ready to uh, have that strong relationship with you today. We are ready to be in your presence. That's where we belong, as the song says. Amen. So, Lord, we pray that what is spoken of this morning will bring you glory, and it will encourage people. It will strengthen them in knowing and abiding in the heart of Messiah. We bless you and thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. And amen. Yes, we are talking about prayer, and we have been for a number of weeks. And as this is the last week, I'm going to remind you about our 12-page prayer booklet. Uh, Any kind of love gift this month, just ask for the booklet or even copies of the booklet, and we will send it to you. Uh, You can also call our office at 813-831-5673 or hit the donate button on our website. Our website is heartofmessiah.org. By the way, if you would like to meet me today, I'm going to be over at the State Fair And I'll be at the booth called Rock of Israel. That's a ministry, I believe, from Ohio. And we're going to be manning the booth uh, from 3 to 8. I should be there. So if you're going to the State Fair, would you come and say hi to me? Uh, We'll be seeking to share our faith with those who pass by. And uh, so it would be good to see you. You can uh, be in the booth and share faith with people who come by, too. (laughs) Or you can just pray for me. Amen. So we'll have others there as well. Um, Let's get right into today's teaching on prayer. You know, like last week, I I want to share this with you because I feel it's going to make such a difference in your life. Um, I mentioned that I had problems with my temper, and I really believe this was years and years ago that the Lord showed me how to get rid of that temper. 
And uh, I would say, and I believe my wife would say, that 95% of that temper is gone. And I believe that's a tribute to the Lord and the Lord's strong word and, and praying scripture. And I told you that I believe this will work because of scriptures like Isaiah fifty five eleven and Psalm 1 and uh, Psalm 119. And, you know, do you have a personality trait that you would like to see leave? And it just, it's so hard to get rid of. It just hasn't left. I believe praying scripture will do that for you. And the beauty is that it's it's less hard to do. In fact, as I mentioned last week, it's downright simple. But unfortunately, simple is not always what people gravitate to. Um, You know, it's almost like that story uh, which we talked about last week in 2 Kings, uh, where Naaman said, um, that he wouldn't dip himself in, in the waters in Israel. And, and his servant said, look, if the prophet had told you to do something difficult, wouldn't you have tried it? Wouldn't you have done it? How much more then would you uh, do if he says, wash and be clean? And that's what I would say to you. This is so simple. But yet when I challenge people to do it daily, very often they don't keep it up. They'll do it a day or two in a row and not keep it up. Last week, uh, we talked about the spirit, uh, Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. We got through verse 1 uh, in praying scripture. Now, I'd like to go a little further than that with this particular scripture. And I'll be going in and out of prayer. I mean, I'll be praying, and then I'll try and explain certain things that I've done, and then pray again. I feel like I want to give you the tools so that you will be successful, so that you can really feel that you have this abiding in the Lord, that you have the heart of Messiah. I don't want to just talk about it. I want you to experience it. I want you to try it for yourself based on what I'm doing. And and not that you have to do it like me, but, but I'm just giving you what worked for me and what I believe God has said to me. You have to understand that when I pray, oftentimes I get distracted. And so it's really helpful for me to have something written down, something I can go back to. So when I realize my mind is distracted, I can go back and pray. Uh, So let's get right to it. This is Isaiah 61, and I'm going to start again from verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Thank you, Father, for placing your Spirit the spirit of the living God, the the spirit of the only God, the spirit of the one who made heaven and earth, the spirit of the one who spoke it and it happened. Lord, you are the creator. And so you can put your spirit upon me. And you're doing this, Lord, because you have anointed me 
to bring the good news to the afflicted. Lord, the afflicted is anybody who doesn't know you. Now, there are people who are afflicted, Lord, with emotional afflictions, financial afflictions, uh, physical afflictions, and you, Lord, are promising in your word here that you are anointing me to bring the good news to those people. And I believe the good news is not only the salvation message as and look if it was just that that would be enough but it's also the good news of in you we can have healing Father, you have sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. And Lord, you have sent me to proclaim liberty, freedom to the captives. Look, Hasatan is keeping our people in captivity. And you have anointed me to free them with your word. Lord, you are calling me to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And Father, the day of vengeance of our God. Lord, I know some people need to hear about the favor and some people need to hear about the vengeance. And I'm asking, Lord, that as you anoint me by the power of your spirit, that you will give me the wisdom and the discernment to know when to speak the comfort and the fa- the favorable year of the Lord and when to um, speak the day of vengeance. Lord, you have brought to me the ability to comfort all who are mourning, to grant those who mourn in Zion, in Israel, right? Zion is Israel. Lord, giving them, the people of Israel, a garland instead of ashes. Is that what we're doing, Lord? Oh, Lord, I pray for this world to seek to follow your word and give Israel garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. Father, the people who we are ministering to, Lord, you have promised here in your word they would be called oaks of righteousness. Oh, Lord, oaks, these are huge trees. They, they are strong. They are well-rooted. And oaks of righteousness, these are trees not in bad doing, but in well-doing, in righteousness, in giving, in, in, in uh, service. Lord, these people that I am ministering to are going to be ministering to you. They will be oaks of righteousness. They will be the planting of Adonai, the Lord, that you may be glorified, Father. And these people will rebuild the ancient ruins. Ruins. They will raise up former devastations and they will repair the ruined cities. Lord, we have ruined cities in our country right now. And we send forth these people who we are sharing the good news with to to repair our ruined cities, O oh Lord the desolations of many generations. But, Lord, you have raised up an army, Father, and I am part of that army, and my listening audience is part of that army. And we are going to not only repair the ruined cities, but we are going to uh, reverse 
the desolations of these past generations, as it talks about in Isaiah 61, 4. Oh, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the strength of your word. Lord, may it be. Create, O Lord, these words. Give them life. Breathe life into these words, into my my body and my mind and my spirit and the ones that I'm sharing this with. Let them have life as well. I pray all of this in the name of Yeshua. Now, if you were following this, I was basically in and out of Isaiah 61, one through four. And this, I believe, is the power of prayer to be praying God's word, to be expanding his word in prayer, to allow it to make you think of other areas, other scriptures, other things that are in God's word. And so I pray that you will get the sense of praying God's scripture. We might come back to that if we have time and do another one. But I would like to mention that I did speak to a number of people this week, and one in particular, um, you know, they said they don't have time to pray for an hour and uh, a day. And, and I said, well, uh, pray for less. And, and they said, well, you know, maybe I, we can start with 15 minutes. And I said, do it do it. You know, I wasn't going to give them this, this guilt thing. Look, they said they were communicating with God all through the day, but they weren't having that special one-on-one alone time, which, which is, gets to be so intense that it raises your level of faith. It raises your, raises your level of strength and anointing. And so as much as it's great to, to, um, be with the Lord at all times, which we should. We still need to get away and have that quiet time. So find a time. It, it, let's say you can't. You feel you can't do an hour, and you're going to commit to 15 minutes a day. That's great. Find a time, whether it's morning, noon. You know, I suggest maybe lunchtime. Don't eat lunch. Fast lunch. That'll give you some time. Evening. Night. Now, some of these times bring problems for different people. So, look, don't do what I do. Do what you need to do, what God is showing that your clock works for. Don't, don't allow to feel this guilt and condemnation stuff. This is from the enemy. And what the enemy is trying to do is say that your 15 minutes isn't worth anything. You might as well just not do it. Well, this is not God. God is seeking to have you start wherever you can start and build up those spiritual muscles, build up those muscles of prayer. So the real question you should be asking yourself, I believe, is what would God want me to pray in my time, which is limited? So let's say you're going to pray 15 minutes a day. What should what are the key things to pray about? Well, 
Scripture says that when Yeshua was asked, what's the most important commandment, he said to love God. So I believe the first thing you should do in prayer is to demonstrate in prayer your love for God. That could be called praise. That could be called thanksgiving. You could read God's word. You could take it out of your heart, your spirit. But whatever it is, the first and most important thing is to love God. That's what Yeshua said. I'm going to go with what he said. Wouldn't you? Now, listen, the second commandment is to love your neighbor. So what does that look like if you're going to be praying? Well, first of all, you can repent for your poor behavior towards your neighbor. (laughs) So I think that's a great second thing to pray for because we all blow it, whether it's with our spouse, our children, our neighbor, whoever it is. And we need to repent before God. He needs to see that we are truly, truly sorry. And that will work out beautifully uh, within that 15-minute period. I think the third thing that I would ask you to do is forgive people. Now, listen, you start and tell God you are forgiving them, and then you go to them. That's not your quiet time, but you can forgive them. Look, we know in the Lord's Prayer, which is a short prayer, that God is talking to us about forgiving others as he has forgiven us. We need to Pray scripture. I would find a scripture. If you don't know which scripture to start with, then let me suggest to you to start with either Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, or Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Those are two amazing scriptures to pray. They they uh, seem to envelop so many of our needs. Listen, those of you who are praying the problem, you are really strengthening the problem's hold in your mind. Like if you had a problem with your wife and you say, Lord, I just pray that today you will give her strength and you will you will give her wisdom and that she wouldn't speak to me the way she does and that her heart would change towards you and towards me. Listen, I know that's a sincere prayer, but I believe that you are reinforcing the negative. So if you want to pray for your wife, Say, Lord, I pray Philippians 4, 4 through 8 over my wife. Oh, Lord, that she would just be able to rejoice in you always. And, Lord, that she would be able to rejoice because you say it again. You say, Lord, let us not be anxious for anything. You know, you're near. Let her sense the nearness of you. Look, you see what I'm saying? We want to we want to pray God's word. We want to encourage even people in prayer when we are alone. We don't want to be negative. That affects our mind. This is not what God is looking for. At the end in verse 8, remember it says of Philippians 4, 8, if there's anything of excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, let your mind 
dwell there, which means to live there. Your God wants you to live in the positive power of his uh, of his anointing. Now, let me mention this, that, yes, you do need some um, self-control. You need some discipline to uh, even pray 15 minutes a day consistently. And I just would like to quote to you something, and I want you to think about it. So I'm going to quote it slowly. It's from actually somebody who does not know Yeshua, to the best of my knowledge. His name is is a past rabbi, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel. And he said this, self-respect is the root of discipline. The sense of dignity grows. Your sense of dignity grows with the ability to say no to oneself. Now, that's a really great quote, but I'm going to turn it around and please grant me the license. And I'm going to say this. The sense of dignity grows with the ability to say yes to oneself. Yes refers to doing something good and having the self-control to do that, like prayer, over not doing it. And your sense of dignity your, will grow. Your feeling about yourself will get better. So what I'm telling you is this. Prayer is the answer to your prayer. <laughs> I'm sorry to make it that simple. Prayer is the answer to your prayer. It is the thing in the morning. I believe that if you take 15 minutes in the morning, it makes your day. It doesn't mean that everything you do will come up rosy. It means that you will be able to handle the things that are the struggles in life. And things will be rosy because you will have such a sense of God being with you, knowing that you started your day off with him. Look, it's like any relationship. In order for the relationship to grow, it requires time. It requires a a positive influence. So don't allow this day to... In fact, right now, as we close this program, before you go to church, even if you have to tell your kids that they can eat their own breakfast, take 10 minutes, go into the bedroom now, and just say, Lord... You are the best. I love you. You are the creator of everything. So move mightily in my life. Look, we are out of time today. Uh, This will be our last discussion probably for a few months anyway, about prayer. Look, I love to speak about prayer, and I could probably do every program on prayer. I just feel it is such a a, a great tool of God for us. So, um, look, uh, please order, uh, well, not order, but... Um, 
ask for the 12-page booklet about prayer. We'll send it to you. Look, even if you don't have a love gift, we'll send it to you. Just call our office, 813-831-5673, or hit the donate button on our website, or just email me. You know, I'll send it to you. Free of charge. Uh, look, I just want you to have this. Send, email me at rabbi, R-A-B-B-I, at heartofmessiah.org. Now, also, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, feel free to email me as well. May you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. So, of course, let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.